is Today in History, December the 3rd. On this day in 1776, General George Washington writes to Congress from his headquarters in Trenton, New Jersey, to report that he had transported much of the Continental Army's stores and baggage across the Delaware River to Pennsylvania. Also on this day in 1947, Marlon Brando's famous cry of Stella first booms across the Broadway stage, electrifying the audience at the Ethel Barrymore Theater during the first ever performance of Tennessee Williams' play, A Streetcar Named Desire. You put that howling down there and go to bed. You also I want my clothes out here. You shut up. You're going to get the law on you. She ain't gonna come. You're gonna have a beat. Listen, I'll say haul you in and turn a file. Don't you like it? You stink. Hey, Stella! Hey, Stella! The 23 year old Brando played the rough working class Polish American Stanley Kowalski, whose violent clash with Blanche Dubois. Played on Broadway by Jessica Tandy, a southern belle with a dark past, is at the center of Williams' famous drama. And on this day in 1967, 53-year-old Louis Washkansky receives the first human heart transplant in Cape Town, South Africa. The South African grocer, dying from a chronic heart disease, receives a transplant from Denise Darville, a 25-year-old woman who was fatally injured in a car accident. Surgeon Christian Bernard, who trained at the University of Cape Town and in the United States, performed the revolutionary medical operation. How beautiful this heart looked. It uh, was normal in size. The suture lines were all intact without any evidence of infection or clotting inside the heart. And it was really um, a great disappointment for us to see that he died of pneumonia. And um, the heart that we really treated him for uh, was uh, looked so uh, normal. The technique Barnard employed had been initially developed by a group of Americans American researchers in the 50s. American surgeon Norman Shumway achieved the first successful heart transplant in a dog at Stanford University back in 1958. But on this day in 1967, the first human heart is transplanted. Today is the birthday of John Michael Ozzy Osbourne, the heavy metal musician and star of the pioneering reality TV program, The Osbournes, which originally aired from 2002 to 2005. Ozzy is from Birmingham, England. And he first gained fame in the 1970s as a founding member and lead vocalist of the heavy metal band Black Sabbath. After being fired from the group in the late 70s, he embarked on a successful solo career. And in the mid-90s, he and his wife Sharon launched OzFest, a popular annual tour of heavy metal and rock acts. And... On this day in 1979, 11 people are killed in a stampede at a Who concert in Cincinnati, Ohio. We was up at the top and everybody was just pushing. I was on the bottom for about 20 minutes. You was being stomped on for 20 minutes? I, I was. I couldn't breathe. I thought I was dying. I lost my shoe. People were just getting stamped on and she was underneath and I was trying to pull her out and there were, everybody was stamping on everybody. You, you couldn't get up? No, you couldn't get up, man. People were pushing all over everywhere. I was scared. I, I was scared for my life. I had to get out. 
really that tense? It was. I was shaking, soaked with sweat when I got out. I've never been in anything quite like it. The general admission ticketing policy for rock concerts at Cincinnati's Riverfront Stadium in the 1970s was known as festival seating. That term and that ticketing policy would become infamous in the wake of one of the deadliest rock concert incidents in history. Eleven people, including three high school students, were killed on this day in 1979 when a crowd of general admission ticket holders to a Who concert in Cincinnati surged forward in an attempt to enter Riverfront Stadium and secure prime unreserved seat space inside. Festival seating had already been eliminated at many similar venues in the United States by 1979, yet the system remained in place at Riverfront Stadium despite a dangerous incident that happened at a Led Zeppelin show two years prior. That day, 60 would-be concert goers were arrested and dozens more injured when a crowd outside the venue surged against the Coliseum's locked glass doors. In the early evening hours of December 3rd, 1979, those same doors stood locked before a restless crowd of gathering Who fans. That evening's concert was scheduled to begin at 8 p.m., but ticket holders had begun to gather outside the Coliseum shortly before noon, and by 3 p.m., police had been called in order to maintain order as the crowd swelled into the thousands. By 7 p.m., an estimated 8,000 ticket holders were jostling for position in a plaza at the Coliseum's West Gate, and then the crowd began to press forward. When a police lieutenant on the scene tried to convince the show's promoters to open the locked glass doors, he was told that there were not enough ticket takers on duty inside and that union rules prevented them from recruiting ushers to perform that duty. At approximately 7.20, the crowd surged forward powerfully as one set of glass doors shattered and the others were thrown open. Eleven people were trampled in the next 15 minutes, dead from asphyxiation. One of the greatest tragedies in rock and roll history, the concert goers trampled at the Who concert December the 3rd, 1979, on this day in history. Out here in the 